Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly. Thanks for listening to Cyber Law and Business Report. Before you take a recess to hear the latest internet law news and commentary, you are hereby ordered to download the Webmaster Radio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Okay, maybe not ordered, but why not? You can listen live to my show and all our show hosts every day on our live stream or download past episodes with ease. So download the Webmaster Radio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in the Google Play Store. It's an open and shut case. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot-button Internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. Report. Please be seated. We have a, a good show for you today. Um, I am uh, broadcasting live from Las Vegas, where we just completed New Media Expo. Um, CES, of course, is going on as as we speak in Las Vegas, but um, so it's, the city is quite a buzz. Um, going to talk a little bit about Blog World and some of the um, other events going on in, in the internet today. Um, but today is January 9th, and it is the 100th birthday of Richard Nixon. And um, I always found Nixon to be a very interesting character. He was uh, interested in him and Johnson at that same that period. They were these almost Shakespearean um, or um, maybe more of a Greek tragedy in terms of the way they rose and then fell so abruptly. And, um, but um, Nixon... Is um, there's some interesting pieces on the internet today about Nixon and some of the other aspects of his legacy? There are as well known as the fact of Watergate. Um, he brought he gave us the Environmental Protection Agency and Title IX, which um, has led to the you know the um, blossoming of um, women's sports in the United States. And um, but at the same time, he also had some other aspects of his legacy that. Uh, more controversial, um, his his wage and price controls um, led to kind of the hyperinflation we had in the second half of the 70s once they were lifted. Um, while he definitely um, had um, made major landmark contributions in foreign policy in China and Russia and in the Soviet Union in terms of arms control, um, his legacy in Latin America is somewhat different, particularly with respect to Chile and Pinochet. Um, so it's... Um, 
It's definitely Nixon was definitely a, a complex character, and his legacy is definitely a complex issue. But um, any event, um, here at um, what was formerly known as Blog World is now known as New Media Expo, and they had a very successful show here in um, Las Vegas uh, at the Rio, and um, a number of interesting speakers and exhibitors um, who were attending. Uh, we will be having um, some of them on the show at a later point. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the more interesting business models that seem to be emerging. And um, so we'll be having that later, but they were, unfortunately everyone is trying to get out of town as we speak so that um, that is not um, an option at the moment. But um, my speech, when I, I presented a, a piece on blog wars, and um, the changing leading landscape of the blogosphere. And that um, we started talking about the copyright issue and uh, the fact that um, there's content creators, particularly you know, the large and then the news organizations, have, have consistently been trying to um, deal with the uh, blogosphere to somehow limit it, regulate it, um, or more or less tax it, and starting with um, AP several years back in 2008, uh, releasing um, a pricing schedule for um, um, what they would charge you for using an AP story based on a number of words. And um, that went over extremely well and led to a, uh, a boycott in response. And, uh, and so AP um, backed off. And then, so the next iteration of that we saw was Right Haven, and the Right Haven um, was started off with um, was, Right Haven was a creature of Stevens Media Corp, which um, was flagship newspaper, the Las Vegas Review Journal here, you know, here in Las Vegas, and um, they had a, a, a post on their blog that basically said, stop stealing our stuff, in um, more or less those terms. And then we're going to go after, you know, we just created this new entity called Right Haven. And Right Haven filed 256 lawsuits. Um, we covered several hundred thousand dollars in um, damage in um, settlements. Um, and none of the cases ever went to trial. Um, but it turns out that Right Haven never had um, the most important thing you need to file a copyright action, and that is ownership of the copyright. And so once that was discovered, the whole thing fell apart. Um, judges were apoplectic over it and really, really laid into them. And so then the number of the, um, the amount of sanctions and fees being awarded against Right Haven soon began to match the amount of settlements they had achieved, and um, Right Haven quickly ended up in bankruptcy. And so that, that experiment seemed to fail. Um, so now you have, um, there's an, another lawsuit AP has brought um, against Meltwater over um, their use of uh, news aggregation. And, and that's a big issue for the news companies. I know um, Hubert Murdoch is always screaming about what um, Google and the fact that you know, they're, they're just taking his content, he believes, and he's always threatened to um, stop indexing the website so that Google can't have all their um, stories online and, and uh, in search formats. So that, this, that has been a repeated tension 
um, with the news providers, and um, yeah, I'm sure it's not going to go away. In fact, uh, I think in the blog space, as it becomes more robust and, and actually more financially successful, um, you, you're going to see more lawsuits and, and more attempts to try um, for content creators to try to limit or tax more or less um, what comes out of the blogosphere because um, you know, when there's no money there, it, you know, why bother? But now that it is growing and it's becoming more significant, um, you know, that possibility makes more sense to them. So that was one area. We're also seeing um, just another area is the regulation of the blogosphere. And um, we're seeing that through, um, first there was the FTC amendments to the endorsement guidelines where bloggers who had, um, um, who were being compensated by um, you know, brand, um, should disclose that, write about that brand. And um, it was, that was controversial at the time, but it actually proved um, so far been, been quite successful um, by the FTC to actually move forward with that. Um, and what's, what we're seeing so far is um, high levels of compliance. Um, there was a, the last one, there was a Technorati um, State of the Blogosphere report, and they found that very large bloggers were complying, um, ironically, and even though they may not have been aware that that, that, was, the, that was the law. Um, and we actually had Mary Angle on our show to talk about that, that aspect. And she thinks, you know, that bloggers, this isn't that hard a thing to do since, you know, bloggers by and large are already doing it. And, and, and that seems to be the case. Um, there have been a couple of warnings issued. Um, there are no action letters for both um, Ann Taylor, the law, and as well as for Hewlett Packard for some promotions they had. And... Um, Basically, the fact that um, some bloggers posted um, without un, un, under a promotion, without disclosing the material connection, but that it was only few in both cases, and that both of them had policies up to um, prevent that type of situation, um, it seemed to mitigate against any action. So, I think a lot of what was feared um, by the blogosphere when these things came out just hasn't materialized. Um, what we have now, um, the next thing that's coming in this space will be uh, an update to the FTC.com disclosure guidelines, or I think it is called the disclosure guidelines, um, for um, you know, what, how you do disclaimers in ads. And the, uh, the .com disclosure guidelines have been quite successful. I think um, in terms of having actual examples of what you can, can do and can't do, you know, the whole concept of um, using an asterisk and putting it at the bottom of a web page, if it just doesn't work and explaining why, I think they gave very good concrete examples of what, what how to do it. And, um, and so they're, now they're grappling with how to deal with this in the age of um, social media. Um, what do you do about a 144 character, um, what appears to be ads? And so that's, they just had a, we had a conference FCC had a conference on that in May, or was it maybe April last year, um, and um, about how to get their arms around that and whether or not that needs to be regulated. And we actually had, um, we did a show live from that 
um, Georgetown University Law Center, right across the street from the conference um, last year. And um, they're supposed to be coming out with some sort of regs um, or some proposal. Um, and actually, it's pretty soon, is what my understanding is. And that they will call for some form of disclosure in social media. And um, the question is just the format that really needs to be seen. So I, I think we can expect that to come down very soon. Um, but I just don't know when exactly that will occur. Now, the other thing we talked about in Blog World was this that there are some risks for bloggers. There's um, litigation risk and um, defamation, obviously. As blogs become more prominent, more people are doing it. Um, there's a very likelihood that people, are, what they're saying, is being watched, uh, makes what they say potentially more damaging. And in, in that case, then um, the um, the blogosphere becomes more of a target um, for litigation because it has more of an impact. And uh, I, we see that happening already. Um, through more defamation suits and things of that nature. And, but we're also seeing a response. Um, one of the presenters, I mean, excuse me, one of the exhibitors at Blog World was actually there is insurance covering bloggers, which just seems to be a relatively new creature. And um, that's something that's important. I think um, it'd be interesting. We be, I'm going to talk further with them, and we may have them on the show soon. Um, and also related to that is just the best practices that are emerging as a way to try to protect um, bloggers from you know, suits and defamation as well as from copyright infringement actions and better use understanding of what is fair use. Um, so there's that risk. And there's also the risk that you know, a blogger could become stalked or um, harassed and cyber harassed just as this case elsewhere in the, uh, in the Internet. And then the other aspect was that you know, the blogging community um, also face risks in some laws that there are some criminal laws that could be triggered. So there are several states that have criminal defamation laws. Um, so you know, that risk is there. And then the last point we covered dealt with the fact that um, when the bloggers are part of a, an international community of bloggers, and the last year has been um, somewhat of a tough year for bloggers internationally, as you've seen regimes in you know, Syria and elsewhere crack down on the Internet and this, this kind of unfortunate movement um, in response to the Arab Spring to try to um, get control of the Internet to, to prevent um, an Arab Spring or something similar in some, some of the other repressive society, that, um, you know, that, that's going on. And then the first time we, you know, we can accomplish say bloggers have, are, have been killed um, for what they were posted, and I just think that's something and people who are in the community should be aware of, that um, this is a, what they are exercising, a right that others are doing and um, paying for with their lives. So um, it's very, um, something, it's a sad state, and we, um, that's all important that everyone be aware of that. So um, we're going to take a short break, and but when we come back, we're going to do a little update on um, what was the big domain sale of 2011, excuse me, 2012. After these messages, you're listening to Cyberlaw Business Report on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Cyberlaw and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Aim clear. 
This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? <laughs> You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> Aim Clear, the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding-edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim Clear, this is how you sell with social. Aim Clear, this is how you sell with social. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to good to be king. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. search engine is on your servers into overdrive it's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere the best gavel to gavel legal news and information on the net is right here this is the cyber law and business report only on webmasterradio.fm and we're back. This is Bennett Kelly. I'm broadcasting live from Las Vegas, where we just concluded New Media Expo. And um, it was a fun conference, and uh, I think it, it seems to be growing uh, as the, uh, the blogosphere and podcast and all these other um, interesting areas um, expand. So um, it was a good show. But anyway, um, in terms of other things going on on the Internet, the um, Domain Name Journal um, does a good job of covering what's going on in the domain space. And um, they're actually, it's interesting to see what were the top domain sales in 2012. And, um, the, uh, and, what, and what name would you pay um, big money for? And um, so it's interesting to see you know, who, who did get the big money. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But... Um, so that's in the past, for example, in 2000, um, once, in the last couple of years, some of the biggest name sales have been sex.com, which got $13 million for a domain. Um, toys.com got $5 million. Candy.com got $3 million. And so that's, that's pretty good money, I think. <laughs> and, uh, and so what name would you think would be the number one name um, for the year? And I'm going to have that for you in a second. But um, 
I think um, it's an interesting space. I think um, you also have you not just the domain of .com, but all the new other um, subdomains you can have. The, the and uh, at the conference there was um, dot, um, dot me. They were definitely pushing that, and um, and so um, it's interesting to see. And we'll see. Um, we'll have that information for a second. Unfortunately, it just slipped away from me. Um, and, but they also, uh, the domain industry has a big conference coming up. and usually have it in January um, on um, the Domain Fest. And I'm not sure when that is, but it should be coming up very soon. And um, But some of the top names for um, the year were um, interesting to me, I thought. I'm just pulling it up right now. Um, Silver.com strikes gold is the headline of the domain name journal. And uh, they they finished on top with uh, the highest um, domain name sale at um, eight hundred seventy five thousand dollars. So not not as big as um, sex dot com. And so that was the top sale for two thousand twelve. And um, interesting enough, but um, let me just make sure that that is the top, and not just for the, a short period. Um, Actually, I was incorrect. That um, the top figure for 2012.com, and that was just for December that the um, silver did well. Investing.com went for 2.4 million dollars, and was followed by personal loans at a million. Silver.com at 825,000. Um, freewebsite.com, which actually that's a good domain, at 500,000 dollars, and webhosting.co. UK at $500,000. Some interesting names that jumped out at me. Um, there was a jackpot.com at $500,000. Um, it was tied for fourth. Um, and giftbasket.com, $350,000. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that um, in the top 10 also was bj.com at um, $325,000. And um, I have no idea what that could be referring to. Um, stockphoto.com went for $250,000, and that was 13th. Um, and it's amazing. Bowlingballs.com went for $225,000, and I'm hoping that person thinks they can get a, a, lot, a lot of response from that. Uh, I don't know what the market is for online bowling balls, but I'm sure there is one. Um, buy.me. Um, was one that was sold for about $150,000. Cognac.com was sold. It was some pizza.at, and I'm trying to remember what AT, what country that might be. Um, That was sold for um, almost $100,000. Surprisingly, movies.xxx only went for $90,000, which is more or less about the same as footfinish.xxx, which also was sold last year. some other ones that I'm going through the list right now. Um, Art Deco went for $75,000. It's kind of a, a niche name there. And um, we have justawink.com at $65,000, which was a GoDaddy auction. Um, so that was a. And, and LA Hotels went for $100,000. And I can kind of see that. I can see the. Um, yeah, that's more of what we're trying to do in the, the um, generic. Um, level domains where we're having the idea of having a dot hotel or dot Los Angeles um, type of subdomain. And so 
Um, not a bad year, and I mean, it's, the domain market is definitely alive and well. Some of these were private sales, but um, some of the other properties were sold through CEDO, Moniker, um, some of the other sites that were referenced on Namejet, um, Most Wanted Domains, and uh, Domain Holdings. There's a number of companies, but CEDO really seems to have a big role in a lot of these sales, and so... Um, if you're looking at domains, you might want to take a look at that. Um, but it would be interesting to see whether the expansion of the domains actually changes the, the pricing of them, whether that, you know, by having more choices, whether it actually reduces the value of that com. My, my inclination is that that would not be the case, that because the .coms are you know, still in the main street of um, internet commerce, that people would still won't pay extra for and a premium for the .com. Um, other things going on on the internet right now is we have um, people are trying to predict what will happen in the legislative activity. Congress is still just kind of getting their act together, so we don't know um, for sure what will happen. But a lot of people are predicting activity in privacy, both in the U.S. and in Europe, um, and. Um, where that will be, no one knows for sure. I think you know, privacy is just such a difficult issue to get um, because first it involves an understanding of what is the technology. And then um, once people seem to get at that point, that's usually at the point that the technology has already changed. And then secondly, um, what will happen after that um, is what, you know, will there be a do not track option Will there be a, um, any other legislation? There's some talk of um, legislation dealing with geotargeting and mobile um, that requiring that be an opt-in um, aspect. And there's also all the do not track is proceeding uh, at the browser level with um, you know, the um, WC3 trying to set standards for a do not track option. So um, that's all going moving forward. Um, we'll see where that happens. And... Um, but it's going to be, a, it will be a busy year, I think. Um, the big thing that may happen this year, and will happen this year, and it could be the big story, will be um, the D.C. Circuit's going to be hearing arguments on the net neutrality briefs that were filed um, challenging the um, Obama administration net neutrality regs, and, um, which is known as the Open Internet Order. And that will be sometime this year, and couldn't ultimately go to the Supreme Court, but I'm sure whatever decision is made, it will be controversial because um, this issue has been a very charged issue all along. But what was interesting in the, the briefing on that was that Verizon said it had a constitutional right to censor um, what went on in its um, system, that um, to deny it, that, that right would be a denial of its right of free speech that it should be able to control who speaks and what is said through its own network. Interesting argument, and um, we'll see how far that gets. But um, I think that will really focus, once we have a decision by the, the D.C. Circuit, um, that will definitely focus and create a great level of debate about, or renewed debate about net neutrality. Um, those are, I think, going to be an ongoing thing we'll see. I think privacy... Is particularly becoming a concern. There's a really interesting segment in the Wall Street Journal this weekend, and it shows them 
the role of social media is having in our lives. What happens um, to someone when they die in social media? Does their social media life continue? And I don't mean that in a um, an, af- in a, an afterlife um, type of situation of you know, what happens to our souls, but um, who has the rights to those accounts? And um, Yahoo, Facebook, MSN—they've already been, they've been battling and um, trying to figure out what to do um, in those situations. And in some cases, you know, families want that stuff taken down. They don't want the reminder that they're. Of the loss of their loved ones, but sometimes they want that stuff up, you know, it gives them comfort the fact that that's there. And so, but um, there's also laws on privacy, so they, they can't necessarily get the password information, you know, from the, the you know, deceased beloved loved ones' um, social media accounts. And so, there's that tension there. Um, several states have actually passed legislation giving um, survivor rights to um, the social media and other um, digital accounts of a deceased person. So that, that becomes part of the estate. And um, I think Yahoo and Facebook have been looking at changing the terms and conditions to make, make it clear that this is not something that transfers in death. Um, so that this be, that's kind of a, an, an interesting question. Um, it shows how important this has become in our lives in a very short period of time. And, um, and just think about it, in how long has Facebook been around? Less than 10 years. And um, so we have, um, we'll be definitely um, monitoring stories like these. And But we're going to be um, taking a, a, a break. This is going to be an abbreviated show because um, we have a plane to catch, unfortunately. But... I wanted to just give you an update on where we were, and we had a great show here at Media Expo. We're bringing some of those people back and uh, to talk more about some of the interesting business models we learned, and uh, we'll definitely continue to monitor the legal developments in this area. But um, this is Bennett Kelly. I want to thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll be back next week on Cyber Law and Business Report. Um, Till then, um, be safe, and we'll see you soon. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.